God the Father said to Jesus, his son, before he was born, you are going to become a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. How is that going to happen? Knowing that he was not of the tribe of Levites, because only the tribe of Levites can become priests. And not only that they can become priests, they only serve for 20 years, from 30 years old to 50 years old. Once they are 50, they retire because of age. They retire. They stop serving as priests. But now, the son will be a priest forever. Forever. How will that happen? Not just become a priest, they will become a priest forever. How will that happen? Now, what is genealogy? How important is it? Because here, we see that Jesus was not of the genealogy of Levi, of the Levites. It was not of the ancestry of the Levites. And God said he was going to become a priest. But if you are not, if you don't have such ancestry or genealogy, you cannot become a priest. What is genealogy? How important is it? Genealogy means or implies your ancestry, your lineage, your origin, your paternity, your bloodline, your history, your background, your roots, your family, your parentage, and so on and so on. Genealogy is very important. And even before scientific knowledge of genetics, heredity has been observed for thousands of years. Genealogy is very, very important. Very, very important. The practice of it, researching one's ancestors, has actually exploded lately. Ancestry.com, maybe you have heard of Ancestry.com, has become a huge success, boasting millions of subscribers and millions of dollars. Ancestry. People want to know their history. They want to know their ancestors. They want to know where they're coming from. They want to know why are they experiencing what's happening for them, the reasons for what's happening for them or in their lives. Now, like somebody will write, it says, I do genealogy for many reasons. One is my curiosity about my ancestors, who, who they were, what they were, or what they were like, what experiences did they live through. My love of history is part of the reason I do genealogy, this, he wrote. And he said, my desire to solve mysteries is a huge part of my passion for genealogy. So we have mysteries, mysteries in genealogy. So this person said, I want to solve mysteries. He said, I do genealogy because I want my children and grandchildren to know and recognize the individuals over the centuries whose lives helped make us who we are today. The lives of those who came before have a way of affecting us, whether we like it or not, whether we want to know it or not. Have a way of affecting us either positively or negatively. So genealogy, study of genealogy, you know, genetics, very, very, very important. God works in genealogy and through genealogy. God's purposes or promises to you what he wants to do in your life cannot be bad, cannot be limited by your ancestry, lineage, origin, paternity, bloodline, history, background, roots, family, or parentage. 
What God wants to do in your life cannot be limited by that unless you let life or genealogy limit it. But if you believe God, genealogy, your ancestry cannot limit your life. Again, we're talking about the power of an endless life. And the main scripture we are pondering on, again, is Hebrews 7, 16 to 17 in the New Living Translation, which says Jesus became a priest. Jesus became a priest, not by meeting the physical requirements of belonging to the tribe of Levi, but by the power of a life that cannot be destroyed. And the psalmist pointed this out when he prophesied, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. How is Jesus going to fulfill the purpose of the promise of God of becoming a priest since his genealogy is now from Levi? How? How would Jesus fulfill the promise of God? If we look at Hebrews 7, Hebrews 7, if we read from verse 5, verses 5 and 6, and indeed, indeed, those who are the sons of Levi, who receive the priesthood, have a commandment to receive tithes from the people according to the law, that is, from their brethren, though they have come from the loins of Abraham or from the genealogy of Abraham. That's human genealogy. You see that? That's human genealogy from the loins of Abraham. Now, verse 6 talks about another kind of genealogy, but he whose genealogy is not derived from them, received tithes from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. So what we see here are two genealogies, one human and the other divine. Jesus became, attained, achieved, accomplished what the Father had said about him before he was born into this world, not by virtue of his ancestry, not by virtue of his physical or human ancestry, lineage, pedigree, degree, history, bloodline, parentage, but by the power of life, the power of an endless life, by the power of supernatural life, spiritual life, God's kind of life. That's how he became a priest. If you listen to that scripture again, Hebrews 7, 16 and 17, Jesus became a priest. He became a priest. Not by meeting the physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi, not because he belonged to the tribe of Levi. In fact, if you did not belong to the tribe of Levi, you were not allowed. You, in fact, if you tried to meddle into that office, you die. We know what happened to King Saul. When he tried to perform the function of a priest, he was immediately removed from being a king. Because that was not his purpose, that was not his function, that was not his place. So it's a serious thing. If you do not belong to this tribe, if you do not belong to this race, if you do not belong to this thing, you are not allowed to be this or that. So, but Jesus became a priest not by meeting the physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi, but by the power of an endless life. That's how he became a priest. That's how he fulfilled the purpose of God for his life. Now, if this was true of Jesus, if this is true of Jesus, it is true of you and I that we can become, we can attain, we can achieve 
the purpose of God, the promise of God for our lives, not by the physical requirements of life, but by the power that is in us, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because we have God, we can become what God says we'll become. Again, Jesus became, Jesus attained, achieved, accomplished what the Father said about him before he was ever born, not by virtue of his ancestry, not by virtue of his lineage, pedigree, degree, history, bloodline, or parentage, but by the power of an endless life, by the power of life that was in him. So as he is, like we said, as he is, so are we in this world. So I don't want you to think that because you don't have the degree or you don't have the pedigree or because you don't have some physical or natural ability, you cannot become or attain or achieve or accomplish your God-giving potential. Don't think like that. Let not the color of your skin, let not the accent of your tongue, let not your gender, your nationality, or any other thing limit what God can do in your life and through your life. Let me say that again. Let not the color of your skin, let not the accent of your tongue, let not your gender, whether you are male or female, let not your nationality or any other thing limit you or limit what God can do in your life and through your life. If you are born again, you possess two genealogies, human and divine genealogies. And the two can work for you. You hear that? The two should work for you. The two can work for you. If your human heredity is not favorable, appeal to God's heredity. Amen. If your human genealogy is not favorable, then appeal to God's genealogy. Because you have God's genealogy. Because you are born of God. Because you are born of God. You have God's gene in you. Amen. You see the recent nomination and uh, confirmation of Appointment of Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson underscores and amplifies the message of today. Let me say that again. The recent nomination and confirmation of appointment of Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson underscores and amplifies the message of today. You can do it. You can do it. And more particularly so because of the Spirit of God that works within you. You can do it. Let nobody tell you you can't do it. Let not, not even yourself. Don't tell yourself. Let the word of God tell you. Let the spirit of God tell you. Because the word of God is the spirit of God that will bring you to that place. That will make you. That will make you. That will fashion your life so that you become what God wants you to become. It's the word of God and the spirit of God that fashion our life that mold our life, that, that put our life together so that we can become what God wants us to become. The power of an endless life. This is the pattern through the scripture that the purpose of God in your life is not, cannot be limited by your circumstances or your situation. Now, circumstances and situations are very, very powerful in, you know, conditioning us in conditioning us so today we are saying let not your condition 
condition you. Let not your situation situate you. Amen.